Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Betfair's Racing Only Better podcast. Uh, we are missing Dan Barber, very sadly, but we have got TC and Kevin Blake to round off what has been a mammoth week. Before we go any further and get stuck into Saturday's racing on ITV, we'll be looking at Goodwood and we'll also be taking two races from Newmarket too. Must remind you of the sportsbook offer this Saturday. Don't forget to get stuck into it. Bet five on horse racing multiples and get a free bet, but don't forget to opt in please read the t's and c's do it responsibly and please do opt in housekeeping done and dusted boys we're a man down so we're going to fly through this but before we get stuck in to goodwood of course to start on saturday let's do weather watch tc traditional weather watch it's been a turbulent week on the weather front how is ed arkel's gauge yeah yeah we're recording this at um 6.45 on Friday morning. They've literally just given an update and it's soft, good in places at Goodwood. Uh, a dry day forecast. So I think they'll start tomorrow on good to soft. The problem with them is uh, they're currently forecast 17 mil throughout Saturday. So it could get soft stroke heavy pretty quickly if that lands, but it's a big if. Uh, it's even worse at Newmarket, currently good, good to soft in places, but they've got six mil due today and they've got 70 mil uh, again uh, throughout tomorrow. So that could be soft stroke heavy as well. I mean, that's a well-watered track and that doesn't need a lot of rain to, to turn that very testing. So I'm working on the basis of soft, at least on both tracks and maybe borderline soft stroke heavy. What a wonderful world. <laughs> and Galway are getting 25 mil tomorrow, so... Oh, my God. Yeah, Galway is going to be tonight. It's a, it's a, the, oh. the, like, the Friday evening has become, like, pretty much the big, the biggest attendance of the week at Galway, and they're going to get absolutely washed out this evening, I'd say. God, I hope I don't have that sort of rain. I have landed in America. I've got to Saratoga, and I'm heading straight to the track at 6.45 this morning, but I can confirm that it is currently 1.55 a.m. as I record this. That is my dedication to you two boys. Literally, I should find a boyfriend and have this level of commitment because it's like nothing I've ever known before. But that's what I've got for you two. Shall we kick it's off? It's not going to rain, is it? Say that again? It's not going to rain there, is it? With European interest in Saratoga tonight. Uh, hey, there is European interest, absolutely. And... Uh, weather is a little bit up and down, I must say. It rained on arrival, and of course, it's that like flash flooding type rain that they get here. Uh, we'll but I we'll take some rain. That's okay. Yeah, and it's actually Friday. It's supposed to get very rainy for the European mm -hmm. interest on Friday. But anyway, let's kick straight in. Um, we will preview start... the, the Saratoga Oaks, no? Pardon? We're not going to preview the Saratoga Oaks. If you'd like to, we can. Come on, I've got a doctor's appointment at eight. Come on. <laughs> um, right, the 150 at Goodwood is the consolation race for the Stewards' Cup, which we will get to in due course over the six furlongs. And Jermaine Jamil, under the £6 penalty for the Charltons, is your three-to-one favourite. Um, just call me Pete, next best at sevens. Monsieur Cody at sevens as well. Count Otto in there, also under a penalty at eight. Obviously, those horses with the penalty off the back of recent wins. And the Ryan Moore factor for Zaman, Jamil, TC. You like a consolation race, so we better come to you first here. Yeah. Um, Ryan Moore in the saddle, obviously, on this favourite. And that's got to have a factor in terms of the price. Very short compared to the rest. But what do you make yeah. of the field? Um, that's an obvious favourite. He's actually just like flat as regards ratings because he's he went up six pounds for that win and he's got a six pound penalty. 
the problem with him is um, he's obviously progressive, but the problem with him is that he's got no form on soft ground. He's got a bit of form on good to soft at Chester, but it'll be unproven if that rain lands. So that'll be a worry for, for if you're taking a short price about him. Because um, it's an early closer, five of these are badly in. Um, and one of the ones I like is £5 badly in Giza Sub. But um, the pace angle is interesting here. Uh, the stalls are in the centre. Just Call Me Pete's in one, gives us sub five and live in the moment at 14. So I think live in the moment to come near side. I think Just Call Me Pete go far side and we could have split groups. But I'm going to go with the one in the centre, gives a sub, even though he's five pound wrong. Um, he's got a very interesting profile, actually. He's a gym crack runner up, just absolutely gone to shit since then. He's actually rated 80 now, but he has to race off 85 here because like I said it's an early closer. But um, he's shown bits and pieces of form in the last year or so that give him a, a chance, even though he's racing off 85 and not 80. Um, and he he ran well off 90 at Newmarket in May. Time form called it soft ground that day. And the only other time he's run on soft ground, uh, he was only in four and a half lengths in a Group 2 race in France at two. Now, obviously, he's very hit and miss. He ran badly in blinkers last time at Hamilton, but the cheap pieces are back on. Cheap pieces what he wore at Newmarket. Uh, and I just think he's 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 very interesting. Sportsman can play in four places and he's 25 to one. And he has been nibbled at on a few occasions, uh, well, two occasions this season. Um, and I'm just thinking if he can, he normally blitzes out in front, but if he can just track, just call me Pete and deliver him a bit late on this softer ground, I just think he's he's not a 25 to one shot. So I'll probably, because he's a, such a blowout merchant, I'll probably only back him 25 to one win only with a sports week and not take advantage of the extra plays. But yeah, Giza sub um, looked, uh, looked overpriced to me. Your favorite man, Neil Callan, who falls into that yeah, category. I, of... I, I am after this show. I, I didn't, I don't like texting or DM jockeys before these shows and stuff like that. Cause, uh, and I've already written and filed my column anyway. So I, I'm going to DM him because he has ridden him once before, but uh, only on the all weather. But uh, yeah, I might ring John up a bit later and uh, see what see where the land lies there. All right, Kevin. Kevin, you've just taken a sip of your tea over there. What does the D on your cup stand for? Um, uh, it's my favourite letter. <laughs> <laughs> like it. <laughs> it probably stands for Deirdre, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I've never thought too deeply about it, but it's just a cup, as the man says. Um, <laughs> uh, right, what do I like here? Fav, a little bit worried about the ground, so easy enough to steer elsewhere. Um, and I'm going middle as well. Um, and uh, a, probably a less chancy one, but a more exposed one in Monsieur Cody. Um, Monsieur Cody, Richard Fahey, um, really consistent this season. Um, enjoy soft ground, um, you know. Ran very well at the race in league the other night. Um, those races are competitive. Um, and I thought he shaped quite well. A little bit unlucky not to be second. Um, and look, if he can reproduce that, he's going to be in the mix. There's going to be a bunch of these that just the ground won't be for them. Um, uh, I'd be, you'd be pretty sick if he wasn't in the frame. Could he find one a little bit better handicap than him for sure? But um, he's going to be in their boxing surely. Because in fairness to him, he's turned up every single time this season and run his race and he's making steady progress. So hopefully he can come forward a few more pounds here and go well. All right. Currently seven to one for the Richard Fahey team with Betfair Sportsbook. Let's move on to the Coral Summer Handicap over the one mile six furlong second race at Goodwood on Saturday. And Sweet William is your two to one favourite here, TC. Adjuvant next best at fives. HMS President in there at eights as well. 
um, post impressionist at eight to one. There's loads in there around that sort of marker. Obviously, a competitive race, as you would expect. But Sweet William, did you a turn last time on Racing Only Better when winning at Newbury? Are you expecting him to do the same? Um, yes. Uh, the problem is it's, he's two to one with a sports book and he is about 3.65 on the exchange at the time of writing. And the sports book don't want anything to do with him. I think they're probably right. But... As we, as we saw of Anletto earlier in the week, I'm just a terrible judge of a short price. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he's, his case, his case is just, just so strong. I mean, I the handicapper gave him seven pounds for that newbie win last time, and on the bare form, that was probably as much as he could have given. But I suspect he probably wanted to give him a bit, a fair bit more because he was so impressive. And and the second Nobel legend, he beat three lengths easily. He went into that horse very well backed and a very well handicapped horse himself. So, you know, he's got the profile. You know, he's a gelded half brother to Hurricane Lane, massively progressive. The only thing you could put up against him is the fact that he's never raced on soft ground before. Now, it's currently soft, good to soft. And if they do, I know it's a dry day to day, but if they do get that rain, it's going to be tested. It's going to be soft stroke heavy. Um, so I looked into the pedigree and the dam actually won on soft ground at this course before going on to France and winning in heavy ground, enlisted company. So his pedigree suggests he may even improve for the for soft ground as well. So um, they'll be looking, they'll try to get to the eagle with him. I, I wouldn't be backing him at his current price, even on the exchange price. Um, and even with an extra place as well, uh, if you're backing each way against him, but sweet William for me, but I can't back him at his current price. I, I might, uh, I might bottle out and did what I did with Kim Ross earlier in the week and, and not, not back him, but I might nap him. But Sweet William, I'll, I'll see by the end of the thing. But I think Sweet William will win this. All right, Kev, do you concur? Do you think he's just much the best in here on a bit of a upward trajectory at the moment and ahead of the rest of them? Obviously, a more exposed bunch in behind. Um, yeah, look, he's probably going to win, isn't he? Um, like he, he looks really <laughs> progressive. He looks impressive. Um, like he'd give you every impression of one that should be fine on the ground, but look until he goes and does it, we don't know. And um, I found myself drawn to one at a wild price, as the great man once said, Vanessa. Um, the the bell Torcello, um, who is an old boy at this stage, he's very in and very, very out at times. Um, often makes the running, um, but he really enjoys off ground and perhaps needs it these days. Um, has course form and you only need to forgive one um, because you go back two starts and like he ran an absolute stormer um, to finish second to HMS president beating the neck form worked out really well um, and look he kind of had one of those funny mid-season absences um, between then and his last run he was off for 10 weeks and he came back and was a bit disappointing at Newmarket but um, hopefully he'll just simply come on from that um, back to Goodwood um, where he's gone well before, back in his favourite soft ground. Um, he might have some company up in the front end um, from La Pulga, but um, he doesn't have to have to lead. He's happy sitting prominent as well. Um, and I, I just hope he might. they might get a bit disrespected on the front end and everyone watching the fav. And um, Torcello might be able to slip away, um, uh, drawn 14 or 14, but um, the funny old track here, obviously, they switch back on, his, on themselves. And um, yeah, Torcello, like he'll be a massive price. And um, him each way, place only, you know, whatever your, your cup of tea is, I think he'll have run his odds. 
All right, big swing then taking on the favourite if on a going day. But there is bigger. There you go, sixteen to one with the sports book. Um, let's move on. It's a clever sports book, dodging them. You can you can get double that elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to the Lily Langtree guys over the one mile six furlongs three o'clock at Goodwood on the Saturday. The group two and oh, Kevin, going to come to you first here. Free wind. What are we doing with a free wind? We know she's on ratings and other form. We know she's cut above these. But she disappointed when we saw her in the Hardwick. She's now going to get her preferred soft ground. She's 11 to 10 in the market, though, at the top of the market. And I feel like my trust in her is somewhat wavering. Well, it is a touch of the wavering. Is that fair after what she did in the Hardwick? Or was she just not on a going day that day? You're a pop on waver. Um... She actually, yeah. Look, she was six to four five, and she finished fifth. But she didn't run too bad. Like she was, she wasn't the, she wasn't a huge amount below form. She was in against the boys, you know, race one by pile driver. Like it was no joke. Group one winner, um, West Wind blows, etc. Um, whereas here, she's she's back in against, um, you know, staying fillies and mares. It's just a, it's just a different kettle of fish, really. Um, we know her stamina is there. Um, she was brilliant in the Park Park Hill Stakes last year. Um, we know soft ground is no issue. Um, and yeah, I just I looked at this and I said, yeah, there's some lovely saying fillies in here with free wind is just the cut above. And to me, it looked like a case of of just wins. Um, and hopefully she puts on a show. She she looked at potentially you know a potential Group One winner um, a few times. And um, yeah, this this might be a lovely stepping stone for her to something like the the pre royal um at Longchamp later in the season, where she might get her her Group One bracket. But um, yeah, I think she'll be hoping she go and win this well on the way there. We know that they've kept her in training for a reason to try and get that Group One. Um, it's eluded her thus far, but obviously with her patchy profile due to time off, she hasn't really had the opportunity. Hopefully, this will be a stepping stone. TC to that group one, maybe in the autumn, as Kevin has said, with three wins. But how are you playing this race with a short price favourite like that, 11 to 10? Um, yeah, I think she'll probably win. So I think the angle's in the without favourite market. But everyone knows I love a headgear step. And they don't get any better than a gozer in a hood. Now, oh. Big John on his own was 24 from 98. But since the real slim fady came on board, they're eight from 23. So over 33% strike rate. Gara runs in a first time hood. So that alone makes him a bet, her a bet at 20 to 1 with the sports week, 25 elsewhere. So that alone, you should be, you should back and blind. Yeah, John, uh, John Gosden knew a thing or two about hoods, but Haiti, he really knows hoods. And since he's come in the mix, it's just lifted up to another level. Who? <laughs> Haiti. Haley, <laughs> I All love right. it. Um, Thady, Thady and his hoods, yeah. Oh, I thought you said Haley. I thought I thought that's a new nickname for Thady. <laughs> I've heard quite a few, but Haley was one of them. Um, anyway, yeah. The, the the problem with Gara is she ran like a drain at Newbury in April on soft ground, but that was literally borderline unraceable that day. Um, and so that will be a concern, but. I had a good look into the horses for uh, horses form, and she just shapes like shapes like a stare to me at mile six, and um, it ran out. It's just a, just a plodding on in in fourth in the Oaks trial, in midfield in the Ribbles day. But I think she did quite well there because she blew the start and she was bang last after a furlong. 
Uh, and she just shapes like a filly that needs a, an extra step up in trip. Um, she reminds me a little bit of Mimikyu. And she's got loads to find. She's rated 95. The favourite's 115, even when she, but favourite's got a £3 penalty. But she, she reminds me of Mimikyu, uh, who was rated 99 when it was up against Ashada, 113-rated Ashada in the Park Hill last year. They stuck a hood on Mimikyu. And Mimic, you actually laughed at Ashada and was rated 112 afterwards. And I'm hoping, and that was a step up to a mile six as well. I'm hoping the similar scenario might play out here. Uh, now, I don't expect her to be a stable mate, but it wouldn't surprise me if she stepped up sufficiently to beat the rest because the rest are 105, 106. They're nothing special. Um, and I was absolutely amazed when the first firm up in the without market, made Gara 20 to 1. They're still 14s. The sportsbook are due to go up. I'd honestly back her at about 8 or 10 to 1 or bigger without the favourite. Wow. The way I'm going to play, I have backed that 20s and I back the 14s as well. And I'm quite happy to back her at 8 to 1 plus when the sportsbook come out in their without market. So Gara, because of the headgear, because of the step up in trip, because of the Gozer MO, uh, yeah, Gara without the favourite. Okay. Playing the without market. Um, on we go to the last race at Goodwood we'll be looking at, which is, of course, the Stewards' Cup. Upwards of 120 grand up for grabs as a result in this Heritage Handicap. 28 runners, full field, of course, over the six furlongs. What a nightmare of a race this is. Orazio is your is your favourite currently at five to one following his run in the Wokingham when we last saw him. Al Bashir is next best in there for Archie Watson at 11s. Bielsa in there at 12s and Abarama Gold in there for David O'Meara at 14s. And on that note, TC, I better throw to you because, of course, he's another horse who's been one of your winning tips on Racy Only Better in the last week or so. Comes here under the £6 penalty. Um, how are you tackling the Stewards' Cup? Where is the pace? What's going to happen? Explain. Right. A uh, bit of housekeeping. Let's start off with the pace. The pace is in 1, 4, 9, 12 and 28. They significantly might turn on uh, from from the high stools, but uh, I think you want to be drawn low. So Arazio, the favourite in six, is nicely positioned. Come on to that in a moment. But the headgear, I've had a request after something I did last week to I just itemise all the headgear stats for, for all the first-time um, headgears. So Camacho, cheap pieces, five from 37. Kevin Ryan, cheap pieces, 13 from 142. Richard Spencer... Visor, four from 35. George Baker, blinkers, two from 39. Mick Appleby, blinkers, seven from 75. So that's done. Whoever requested that's got them. Um, when you do these races, you have to find, there's so much little between all of them. You have to find an angle. Now, and even though he should be running off a two pound lower mark, um, came from the dark because it's an early closer and he ran moderately last time in Ireland. Uh, I think came from the dark is really interesting here. Sportsbook are playing six places. Came from the dark's 25s. Um, I'll probably pay him win only on the exchange, currently about 38. Yeah, so the horses came from the dark. Now, I, I backed it at um, the Curra last time and he disappointed me a little bit, but he, he got outpaced and he was staying on again. And that's the same thing he did at Newmarket in Epsom previously. And so I think he's been crying out to return to six furlongs. And the angle... I, I kind of intimated earlier is the step up to six furlongs for the first time since October 20 for this horse. Now, like I said, he's seven year old now. I just don't think he's got the toe uh, for five furlongs anymore. So I really like him going up to six furlongs. 
he was he was a good operator at six furlongs back in 29 2020 um actually won over six furlongs in heavy ground at Haydock so that's a plus and he was always thought a horse that wanted plenty of dig and, I, and he will get that tomorrow so I think our mark of 89 even though he's two pound wrong is he's very very good in April 2022 he was rated 108 um so yeah I'm I'm quite keen on came from the dark um I think the price is far too big I love his drawing 10 like I said I think I want to be drawn towards the far side um where there's that plenty of pace um yeah I, I'm, I'm quite keen on came from the dark yeah uh 25 to 1 six places is a perfectly fair bet uh, I might have a little bit of that but I'll probably play mostly on the exchange at 33 to 1 plus came from the dark Came from the dark for Ed Walker, David Egan in the saddle, 25 to 1, as TC has said on the sportsbook as we record right now. Um, Kevin, how's your luck been in the Stewards Cup? Have you ever had a winner of it? Okay, actually, yeah, yeah, not bad at all. Um, funny enough, uh, okay, um, hit us with it then. Uh, I've made a bad start here because my thunder has been stolen, it's gone. Oh. <laughs> uh, because thanks I, for coming I, to I, me first, V. Um, no worries, no but, worries. Yeah, because I've been swirling around, came from the dark a couple of different oh. times this season. And um, and like Tony, like I, I, it's definitely worth a shot at the six furlongs again. Definitely worth a shot. Like last time at the Curra, um, you know, my love of, of, of British trained sprint handicappers in Ireland, Vanessa. Um, and he was he was one of a couple that day. And um, like it was a race that... Like, like very little got into us. You know, it was dominated by those that they were handy all the way. It was, there was a fair bit of traffic trouble in behind. Um, but his main issue was that he just got caught for a little bit of toe um, in a race that wasn't run helter-skelter. And back to, you know, for, for the first time in Yonks, um, you know, six furlongs track like this, easing the ground is no problem at all. Um, he, he's, he's really interesting. He's definitely worth a shot at the big price. Um, like the, he's two pounds wrong technically, but look, if he was off his correct mark, he wouldn't have got in. Like he's last in here, um, and he's so handicapped. Like Jesus, I remember, I remember him narrowly getting beaten in the um in the Palace House, like only you know two years ago, and thinking, geez, you could nearly win the King's Stand if things went right for you. Um, and now here he is in a Stewards Cup off the eighty nine, you know. Um, so it, it might not be a bad shout at all. Um, he's wow. a big old, he's a big old price. You know, I, like I, I hovered around Mister Wagyu as well, but I just his last couple of runs have just been a little bit, a little bit too disappointing. Um, I, I have a great amount of respect for the Fav who, who could who could just win. Um, getting back on soft ground is going to be a big help to him. Um, but look, his price reflects that. Um, and you, we know what these types of races are like. Um, when you're supporting the likes that came from the dark, you're, you're going to need your you're going to need your luck, etc. But um, look, he's he, he's a lovely grave, and I say you'll you'll have you'll have no you'll have no problem spotting him in the race, and um, hopefully he'll be scything through them late and uh, and running a big race. All right, two relatively strong boats that came from the dark at twenty-five to one, huge price in the Stewards Cup. In sport, what's just as important as the goals, the glory, the roar of the crowd? Yes, it's the halftime break. Time for a breather. A reset to keep everything on track. In sports betting, Betfair's safer gambling tools help you do that too. Like timeouts, so you take that all-important half-time break. Or deposit limits, 
to help you keep count. Manage your play at safergambling.betfair.com. Simple ways to stay on top of your game with Betfair. 18 plus be gamblerware.org. Uh, let's roll over to Newmarket, please, lads. And TCL, come to you first. Just two races to take from Newmarket. And we start with the nursery where Say Hello did exactly that to her handicap mark when we last saw her. And she is 4-1 to one at the top of the betting. has got a height from a mark of, an opening mark of 72, which she bolted in off at Newmarket. She's now rated 85 for the Rafe Beckett yard. She's at the top of the market at 4-1. to one. Snappy is in there at 5s, making her handicap debut, nursery debut. Obviously, loads in here making their nursery debut. And a couple coming in here, including the favourite and also defying orders off the back of winning their handicap debuts and then reappearing here. So, fascinating little contest, TC. Is it a race that you have a strong opinion in? I have it a little bit, which surprises me. Oh, uh, it surprises uh, me too. I, I don't know about say hello to the handicap mark. She said goodbye to it because um, she got <laughs> stuck up £13 for that. Very, very impressive. One of the pace angles in here, along with uh, Snafia, uh, uh, Jamira Breeze and Lepton, name of that horse. Yeah, Snafia. Um, but yeah, I mean, say hello has probably got to contend with much off the ground here. Uh, the horse I backed at. 13 to 2, and he's that on the exchange at the moment. I think he's six for the sports book, uh, is Tierney. Mm-hmm. Now, um, showed soft, showed promise on soft ground at Chester on debut. Um, and big, 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 she was a big eye catcher there, and she didn't really do it on her next two starts. But I did actually, after time alert here, I did actually back her at 25s when she won at uh, Haydock last time because I thought. She was on a very good mark if she came back to that Chester form. Uh, and she did it well there. Now, she, like, she has gone up in, in a way it's after that win, but not as much as that favourite. And I just think, you know, a waiting ride there on ground that she's, she's um, you know, she's proven on. I thought sixes plus was was very fair. I don't normally tend to bet in two races or nurseries, but I'll make an exception. I've made an exception for Tierney. Tierney for the Palmer Yard, at, yeah, six to one. I'm surprised. I was almost sure TC was going to say wasn't the race he had a strong opinion in. Kept no. uh, not just, only an opinion but a bet as well. Yeah, just just um, just one thing about Headgear. Uh, cheap pieces. Archie Watson, eighteen from eighteen, eighteen from one hundred eighty nine. So moderate. Moderate. Okay, Kev. Uh, TC's had a bet in this. Have you or will you be doing? Yeah, I thought Tierney should be five, to be honest. Oh, um, my God. You two agreeing. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah, no, she she really caught the eye that day at Chester beforehand and in the race. Um, she, she, she's a really good-looking filly, and she ran. She really caught the eye and looked like she might be nice, and they clearly thought she was nice. They, they put her into the um, the Mary Gate on her second start. Didn't happen. Um, then, even more disappointing, it didn't happen at Nottingham. The time after that, back in a maiden, and they were riding her good and forward, but into the nursery off a of mark of 70, they dropped in, and now they went hard in front, um, which would have helped. But um, she for, for the first time, she started delivering on that debut promise. Um, they've probably figured out the way to ride her now. Um, the, getting back on soft ground is going to be no problem. Um, look at the, the the second didn't do much for the form now, but I'm, I'm happy enough to overlook that in the bigger picture. And um, yeah, I thought she should be fab. Um, Spencer taking over, he loves a wait and ride to Spencer, so he won't need to be he won't need to be asked twice. And um, riding well as Spencer. Um, so yeah, Tierney, I, I thought she should be fab. 
Tierney at six to one. Another double vote from TC and Kev following on from Kane from the Dark. Um, we're going to wrap up with the 240 at Newmarket uh, over the one mile four furlongs, the listed race. And TC, we'll start with you and then just let Kevin copy your homework once again. Because clearly that's the pattern. There's nothing oh. here. Um, uh, amuse amusement, six to four favourite for Donnacher O'Brien. It's Coolmore versus Godolphin at the top of the betting, but uh, runner for Donica O'Brien here. Uh, Gavin Ryan taking a ride on the 6-4 favourite amusement. Sunset Point is the Godolphin runner for Charlie Appleby at 9-2. Sweet memories in there. Very lightly raced individual for the Goldstone Yard. Uh, Holly in the saddle at 6-1. to one. Those are your top three in the betting for this listed race, DC. Uh, right, Chapelheim, cheap pieces, 4 from 29. Loads of pace in this race. I've got six full goers. Um, amusement is the obvious starting point. I actually backed her each way in the Carroll Cup last time. She ran very well. Um, and on that form, she's probably the one to beat. Uh, the ground could be a big leveller here, though, as I said. Um, and you've got plenty of other horses that ha have got proven in soft ground form. I can obviously see the each way angle for Sunset Point proven in soft. Uh, Sweet Memories um, is obviously totally unexposed. Um, Half-sister to uh, Todger's uh, Moy Glare winner, Cursory Glance. So it's got the pedigree as well. And understated comes into this if it's um, if it really gets testing. So I thought it was a really tricky race. Um, I'd be interesting if the rain does land for understated uh, at 10s each way with a sports book. But I'll probably play this race once I know what the uh, weather's doing on Saturday morning. But yeah, at the moment, understated for me each way. Okay, at 10 to 1 with the sportsbook currently, but a weather watch caveat there from TC. Um, Kev, over to you for this. Amusement, give us the Irish intel. Is this good race planning from Donico? Is this a easy little listed race for her to take? Um, yeah, it's, it's as, I won't quite say it's as easy as you get, but it's, um, it's <laughs> de definitely a little bit easier than, than you might get on, on home shores. And uh, should look at Jet. Yeah, got got um, group two place last time, which was a bit of a touch moderate third in the in the um, in the current cup. But look, I, I don't know if I'm going to be getting involved with that type of price now myself. The ground should be fine and um, clearly stay as well. But I, I just don't know now if that if that official rating is. If she'd be able to do that run to that here, you know, I think there, there was a few interesting ones against her that that you know that should stay and should handle the ground well. And I, I think it's a bit a bit more of a competitive race than her price suggests. And um, there was one I have, I have a sneaky fancy for a perfect profit, um, Ed Walker. Um, like like disappointed a couple of times, but it was a little bit more like it last time. And I, I just have a view that soft ground, um. Is, is is what she wants. Um, Safi takes the ride, and look, she needs to step up clearly, but it was more like it last time. I think this is more manageable company for her, and, you know, the type of race it is, just her each way um, winning place would make more appeal than the Fav at, at quite a short price. All right, perfect. Looked very perfect. good, that Safi Osborne, doesn't she? Yeah. She looks good. She does look good. I love the like late revelation to that TC for you. Well, I, 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 literally, 
if I'm watching the racing, the jockeys are the last thing I take. Note. I know, I know, I know. Uh, it's just unfortunate for um, old man's Jamie. He comes across as a bit of a tool on TV, doesn't he? <laughs> he's, he had to go, I, I will defend Osborne to the last. He's, uh, he's yeah. great fun. He's great yeah. fun, Osborne, in fairness. Yeah, he seems a pissed. I'm taking I'm taking him to jail. <laughs> perfect profit. He's not a dry humor piss taker, isn't he? So that's he's all right. He Mike. is, yeah. Uh, perfect profit currently 12s uh, for the Ed Walker team uh, as a win and e an each way selection, sorry, from Kevin Blake for the last at Newmarket, last we're looking at. So that's just naps, guys. Just need your naps, please. Uh, TC, are you going to nap Sweet William over at Goodwood? No, I'm, I'm not going to bottle it, Kim Ross. Okay. Like, um, Given that the biggest bet I've had tomorrow, and I've had quite a few quid on them, um, it has to be came from the dark. You have to, you have to nap what you back came from the dark. Wow. Okay, twenty fives in the Stewards Cup. Oh, Kevin, you can't match that. You're just scratching. You your can head match head. it. Come on, Kev. Come with me. Come with me, baby. <laughs> Come on. We can we can join hands and film and Louise jump over the cliff together. Come on. <laughs> that is I'm thinking why not we go over a cliff go on oh, <laughs> you were cajoled into that you were Jesus, cajoled we, into that so it's him or Torcello it's, it's, a, it's a day for it's a day for a giant price and um, sure why not yeah came from the okay. dark win and place came from the dark win and place for Kev win for TC both napping came from the dark at 25 to 1 in the Stewards Cup that's why we pay them the big bucks guys that sort of content. Love it. Only if it wins. For some young to finish out the back of the in the shirts. Only if it wins, which is about a 1 in 26 chart. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, don't forget the sportsbook offer. Bet five on horse racing multiples and get a free bet. But don't forget to opt in. Do it responsibly. Gamble responsibly this weekend. But have fun with it. Enjoy yourselves. Um, Thank you, as always, for joining us for all of the preview shows for Galway, Goodwood, everything we've done this week. And join us again on Monday, where we'll be back with Wade In, and we've missed the week. So we're going to have loads to get through. Brendan Duke, obviously, will be back with us on Monday. Stay tuned for that. But for now, have a good weekend. Thanks, as always, for joining us. <laughs>